You're about to listen to Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. It's a comedy video game podcast. We would like to stress that the hosts are not experts and are really just very crass commentators. Seriously, this is an explicit podcast that happens to talk about video games sometimes. So please enjoy this pretty okay podcast with Tyler and Dave. Hello, Internet, and welcome to another Tadpog podcast. Ah, slightly out of breath? Slightly? Yeah, why busy, is that? Busy day at work. Yeah. I'm still like... You're still catching I'm breath still coming from down. From an hour ago. Yeah. <laughs> oh. What happened at work? Um, they changed the menu to like something, like an experimental new menu that's just a fuck ton more work. Really? So I think I made like... Is it like an exotic... Is it like... I mean, or is it like Carnival Week at the hospital? Oh man, when they did the fair food week, uh, I was joking. That's a, that's a thing that when yes. I when I started um, on like the busy position, they're like, "We're gonna do fair foods this week," and that was fucking. You mean like nuts. you mean like just and right foods? <laughs> <laughs> just no, oh fair, like county fair, yeah. state fair, <laughs> county fair, county fair. Okay, corn dogs, funnel cakes. Uh, pretzels, like mm, I do like that food. I, like I do sh- like that food. Though. Oh man, it was nuts. Oh, it yeah. was nuts. People just wanted it yeah. so bad. Yeah, was it like a zombie I figured, outbreak? Like, I figured like no one's gonna want this two days in a row. Oh no yeah, no one's gonna want this three days in a row. <laughs> yes. Oh no, everybody like the the entire hospital like lined up in front of me. <laughs> Corn dogs, I could get tired of, but fucking mm. like soft pretzels and funnel cake, I could I could mm. live on that shit forever. So- soft pretzels, I'm with you. Man, soft pretzels are so good. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. I had one uh, in Germany because I was like, this uh, place is famous for okay. pretzels. Yeah. Uh, there's a little caveat to that story. It was in the airport. It was in the Frankfurt airport. <laughs> I was about what to- What a German place. Auntie Anne. Yes. <laughs> I was about to board the plane and I was like, one more German thing. Pretzel, please. <laughs> and it tasted just like, you know, a fucking pretzel that you the airport in the pretzel? microwave. Yeah. I mean, it tasted like something from the airport. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it was probably I'm gonna give you some mad props here. I haven't had uh I haven't had your pretzels, but Mm-mm. your your pretzels at the hospital are probably better than this airport pretzel. Oh yeah, fuck yeah, man. We just put them in the put them in the oven. Yeah. It's all about that salt <laughs> yeah. though. It's all about that salt. Yeah, I do have to salt them. Uh because like today was uh I made almost two hundred and fifty tacos in the span of about two hours. Is it taco week? It was taco day. Man, because normally, like Taco Day today is like, no, we're gonna have like a huge taco bar with where you have to fifteen different toppings and three different oh, meats and blah, blah, blah. old school Wendy's super so, bar. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> taco salad was also pretty bad, but <sighs> work. What's uh, up with Tuesdays and tacos? I feel like that's is that just the easiest like. What is that? Low so just some fruit? alliteration. It's yeah. like, this begins with T, this begins with T. <laughs> or the, can we do it any other day? No. no only Tuesday. Because I thought for the longest time. What about Thursday? Time? Don't, don't no. fucking sit. No, don't it's you not, fucking dare. It's not taco Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm your beer toast, Tyler. Uh, is hey, it, Tyler. Oh, but this is also a you know, podcast that happens twice a week. We're playing play old games. Um, Video games. Yeah. Because we were talking about, um, oh, what are we going to talk about? For, for today's show earlier like yesterday we were trying to figure it out are you asking me no I'm, is this I'm, rhetorical nope <laughs> what's what is I'm just, happening i'm making i'm not have made that sound like a question when i meant it to sound like oh, a statement oh i got you. All we right. were talking about what, what to do for yes. today's show yes we were 
<laughs> Man, I felt real on the spot there. I was like, I don't Final Fantasy Tactics. That's what I'm prepared to talk about. Yeah, kinda. there you go. <laughs> yeah, well, I'd brought that up a long time ago, and then you'd played through. You played through most of it when I, it was on uh, on your iPad. Yeah, I played through most of it. The War of the Lions was ported to iOS, mm-hmm. and I played it there. And then I played it one and a half times on PlayStation. So mm. I've played this game through. It's just been a while since yeah. I've actually uh, finished the game. Finished it. Oh, and actually, I lied. Um, I'm Dave, your bespectacled host, and I have played half of this game on the Sony PlayStation 1, all of the game on my PlayStation 3 when it came out on uh, uh, okay. PSN, mm-hmm. and then another half maybe um, on my iPad. Yep. So I've kind of got like, I kind of have like a wide. You do. I mean, wide range of experience of this game, just yeah. not very deep. Because I've played this through on PlayStation and uh, Vita. This is one of your favorite games. Is that This is, is that one of my to top five of all time favorite games. So it's like, well, it's been a long time coming. I can easily talk about that. And so today will be Final Fantasy Tactics, and we will continue to weekly do Final Fantasy Tactics for the rest of the year. Welcome to 2017. And that joke is going to sound really weird to somebody who's not listening on time. Yeah. I, or me, who didn't yeah. get it. Because I was like, oh, right. The, this shitty year isn't over yet. <laughs> nope. 2016 is not I over fe- yet. I feel like a good 2016. Yeah. I, feel like, I feel like I'm the only one. You are. I think you're You're the exception that makes the rule. Because <laughs> whenever uh, that 2016 year in review on Facebook, because yeah. Melissa was like, best year ever. I was like, no one else was posting that. I haven't seen any more of these. <laughs> How many likes did that one have? <laughs> uh, well, five angry faces. <laughs> It's just because, I mean, you need to have a more politically diverse uh, friends on Facebook. Mm. Probably get a lot of, probably get some hearts. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and, you know, David Bowie haters, hearts. Yeah, just all fucking, kinds oh, of, yeah. Alan Thick haters. Yeah. Yeah. Which there's probably more of those than David <laughs> Bowie haters. Hmm. That'll be you our think? next Facebook poll. I think that's a good Who idea. Do you hate more? Um, 10,000 Tadpog points to the first person to make that poll on Tadpog Nation nice. Facebook group. All right. Congratulations, Exalted Lord Mike of Purdue. <laughs> <laughs> Tony gets up pretty early. Yeah. We'll have to see who gets up early and listens. Time Lord Josh Edwards. He he oh, used to be like an early, he early would wait listener. Until, yep. I don't know if he still does that it's or true. not. We'll find out. Try to be the first one to listen. We'll find out. 10,000 Tadpog points <laughs> on the line. So before we talk about, in my opinion, one of the greatest games ever, Final Fantasy Tactics, we have a package here. We do? We do. Uh, this is from our very own Tadpog Santa, Jack of Ziggy Moons. Yeah. Uh, there is a an image of Ziggy on the package that is appropriate for the holiday season. And it's March 1212, which I always remember because that was my anniversary with my high school girlfriend. I wish I could forget. That's one of those tidbits. Really? I wish I just didn't know. You remember? I've forgotten still. her phone number. Yeah. I like I, that's gone. That's been deleted. That's inside out style, but a gray memory ball that's been vacuumed away. I um, can relate, kind of. I remember my, one of my high school girlfriends' birthdays, and I'll never forget it. And mm. it's just because it's a really easy date to remember. Uh, it's 11 22. There so it's go. just that's probably why twelve twelve six in my head. Yeah, because that's easy to remember. Yeah, you really all you have to do is memorize two numbers. <laughs> all right, new text document dot txt. Nice, creed thoughts <laughs> dot blog <laughs> dot. <laughs> that's an office deep cut. Forget it. Oh man, on. hey, that show's really old. 
It is. I yeah, know it is. It was really oh, old. I, it dawned on me today where I was like, man, I'm going to go home and watch the office, one of the Office Christmas episodes for Christmas. And then I was like, man, when did the, when did those come out? And I was like, oh, like 10 fucking years ago. Yeah, Like man. 10 goddamn years ago. Yeah, man. <laughs> and it's like those 10 years went by real fast. I remember where... Because I was watching The Office, because now Melissa and I have like 10 episodes left and we're done. But watching it, like, watching it, binge watching it like this. Yeah. And just seeing how Jenna Fisher developed as an actress through the course of the show. Going yeah. from like a mousy, quiet, to like, she's doing like good voices and impressions. And she liked yeah. that toward the end of the series. And I remember like, I, I think she's, I love her. I think she's incredibly attractive. But I remember when yeah. she was like the it girl. Yeah. And now it's just like, I have no idea what happened to her and it makes me sad. I've not uh, seen her do anything in such a long time. Surely she's still working, right? Which is, I'm sh- yeah, sh- surely, but right. Or, and I remember John Krasinski was almost Captain mm. America. Really? Mm-hmm. He was. He was first runner up. Had, he was like cast and everything, and then they announced it that he was. And fan reaction made him made them replace him with Chris Evans. Like Marvel fans, like Captain America fans. Yeah, they just reacted huge negatively. Yep. Really, I didn't know that. Yep. I could see him like. I guess. I mean, if I mean, I guess they could transform him like um, Star Lord, uh, uh, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Because I mean, I'll be honest. Like, I was surprised when I saw Chris Pratt in Guardians of the Galaxy. I was like, "Damn, dude mm-hmm. got fit." But then, like, I rewatched some uh, Parks and Rec, like even season one, and it's like, I mean, he's not that out of shape. Like, yeah. I mean, th- I could see like underneath that pot belly that he's got a decent. Build, yeah, we all do. Not me. <laughs> Under underneath all this, <laughs> not me. But like, look, like looking at Chris Pratt, it's like, yeah, I could see it because I mean, he's like, he's. I don't know how tall he is, but he looks like a yeah. like a bigger dude. It I like that like they a... address it in the last season of Parks and Rec. I know, I know. <laughs> what I happened to you? Stop drinking beer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was a nice. That was a nice television yeah. tangent. I like it. Hello from TV Land. Motherfucking Tadpog. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Festivus, Solstice, Kwanzaa, Taryn's birthday, et cetera, et cetera. Dang, knowing Taryn's birthday. I think today was her birthday. Uh, it's almost her birthday. She doesn't have Facebook anymore, so it's hard for me to know when anybody's birthdays are. Happy birthday, Taryn. <laughs> Don't be a pussy and enjoy it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag sorry, Taryn. God, I hope she gets drunk and calls in tonight. <laughs> that would be great. I think her birthday's actually two days from Two now. days? Okay. A couple eps back, Tyler said something about sending them some booze. My eyes wide. So, well, here you go. <laughs> it was Have some watermelon rum. I got oh. it as a gift, and I'm re-gifting it to Tadpog. Awesome. We will take your yeah. re-gifts. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how old it is, Great. but it's still sealed, doesn't and I'm matter. pretty sure booze doesn't expire unless it's Irish cream. Also, more of that cranberry relish. Fuck yeah. Is that yeah. correct? Will booze expire, Tyler? The Irish cream? I don't remember... I haven't bought Bailey's in such a long time. I don't remember there being an expiration date on it, but it has cream in it. It makes sense. Yeah. But I know it's also like out at room temperature, so I don't understand how how, how, that, how works. that works. Yeah. And a bag of Tapito Doritos. Uh, what? Yeah. Tapio, Tapito. Since you guys said you like Tapito in the chat. It's that Mexican oh, hot yeah, sauce. Oh, yeah. The Doritos. hot sauce. I'd heard yeah. of it. Those are kind of fabled. That's awesome. And the one game you guys talked about doing way back in the day, Leisure Suit Larry. All right, the original, I hope. I just have one request request for this play, uh, the EGA version, which has the text parser. It and is. And play it with Josh or Nicole, all of Zork and Leather Goddesses of Phobos. Okay. I'm down yeah. for that. That's yeah. going to have to be a Patreon. I, 
I'm cool with playing Leisure Suit Larry with Nicole. Yeah. I think this is a good yeah. idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, thanks for the entertainment. Tadpog, Zach of, Zach, Jack of Ziggy Moons, Akimi, Mike H. Thank you, Jack of Ziggy Moons. All right, let's open this up. Bubble wrap. Oh, sweet. Bubble wrap. Bubble wreckage. Fuck, man. I think See, I'm going to have to hold on to these two because I know, I know Miller's going to fucking mark out for these. For what? Oh, the Doritos? Man. I've never, I've I heard seen, so much about these. I, haven't, I didn't know they existed. I, I only know that they exist because of Reddit. Everybody talking on Reddit about how amazing they are. Now, how do you pronounce that? Tapatio? Tapatio? I don't know. Tapatio? Tapatio? Is, is how someone at work pronounces it, but I'm pretty sure they're wrong. <laughs> Tapatio Salsa Picante. I'm going to set this aside. Yeah, we got to get all set up first. Man, that I'm looks like vacuum sealed almost. Yeah. <laughs> like there's no air in that bag. That's crazy. All right, let's see. You yeah. know, some more of that good cranberry relish. John Krasinski, I think, could have made a good Bucky. And that's that's yeah. no joke. Yeah. No, I'm with you. He would have made a good transition between like goofy sidekick to. Right. He wouldn't have been. Because a... you could have still like, right, the current like Winter Soldier, you can't see the old Bucky in right. him at all. Right. But if John Krasinski had been in it, Ben Bucky, then yeah, I feel like you could have seen both worlds. That would have been a good cast. Questionably, the fanfic would have been less sexy because it is less <laughs> sexy thinking about them kissing than it is the current Winter Soldier <laughs> and uh, Captain America. Oh, they're so broody. Yeah, two just two brooders. That's what people say about us. I think. Oh man, watermelon Bacardi rum. Let's do it. Let's open that up. I want some of that. Actually, I want to wash down some of these uh, tapatio. Doritos with that watermelon rum. That's probably a good flavor combo, right? <laughs> and then, oh man, it's pristine. Holy nice shit, box. that's in box? Yeah, holy shit. Oh, it's the collection. What's, is there, what, what's that five say? Five full games. That's a Sierra, it's a Sierra collection. Damn, dog. Almost locked over the whole fucking table. Yeah, I'm down. Oh, and there are two jars of this cranberry relish. So that I'm sure one of these is for you. And this stuff is so good. Because Ken and I just sat down with a spoon and passed it back and forth. Because really, my uh, Jack of Ziggy Moons makes the best cranberry sauce I've ever had in my entire life. It's really, I don't like cranberry sauce and I liked, I liked Jack of Ziggy Moons. So that's saying something. I don't like cranberry. How would you like to imbibe this Bacardi? Uh, I'm just going to take a pull off the bottle if you're okay with that. Okay. It should be nice and cold because that this package has been in my car um, for four days, and it's been very cold outside. <laughs> it is cold. I feel it. Which may uh, color how we consume Oh, yeah. It. That smells like watermelon. That smells like watermelon gum. It does. I like rum. I like Bacardi, specifically, and I like watermelon. So let's see. Let's I, see how those all marry together. I like watermelon Laffy Taffy, which is what it smells like. Yeah. So Yeah, it's a good Foley. Mm-hmm. That's not great. <laughs> no, that's not great. Ugh. Okay. I will do the same, although I'm not nearly an adept of room rum drinker. Room drinker, room drinker is you. Hit that aftertaste though. That's rough. On the front end it's good. The front end is good. The aftertaste is bad. That would be good to mix with something. It definitely needs a mixer. Yeah. It needs something because it's That's not a sipping rum. It's sweet. It's really sweet. So yeah, you need something like to cut that with. I make some kind of dry mixer. Mm -hmm. Or you could double down. Go with like Sprite or something. Yeah. I got some Sprite. 
We can do that. Let's do it up. Fuck this Final <laughs> Fantasy Tactics podcast. Let's <laughs> let's experiment with rum for an hour. <laughs> let's do 14-year-old cast. <laughs> Man. Mom and dad are gone. We're going to mix this with anything we can find. Because Melissa was not a part of this, but I remember the first time like I heard about uh, Pretty Gatsby and Good Time Gatsby getting drunk mm-hmm. as middle schoolers was like, they found like ice cream flavored rum or like vanilla ice cream rum somewhere and like mixed it with melted ice cream and got drunk as as kids and then horrendously sick. I know you weren't a big drinker as a as a youngin. I did not take a sip of alcohol until I was 20 like 23 maybe. And that was plum wine at a hibachi restaurant. I love that. <laughs> That's a really good. I like that. Like, I feel like, wouldn't it be like, okay. It was, it was me and Jacob. I don't know if Jacob would have had really? one before that either. So we're both like, all right, let's bust this trade together. So on Tadpog Trading Cards, where we have our um, energy um, our, our energy projection and our mental acuity <laughs> stats on the back. The the other stat and our blood type, of course. Uh-huh. The next stat needs to be the first drink that we had. <laughs> drinking age, right? Drinking age and what it was, because I do feel like that's kind of like because a defining quality. Because you say that like plum wine at a hibachi restaurant, I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, that is kind of Tyler. Like that is that is totally believable. I believe it. I'm not saying that's mm-hmm. good or bad. I'm just like that's just okay. I did take a sip of my dad's beer when I was like six, and my dad never drank beer like the, ever. He yeah. was at a, somebody's house. He was like, to "Here, him. drink this. I hate it." Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he was just sitting there holding it. Really? Yeah. Can I try that? Okay. <laughs> Yeah, oh, 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 so bad. Yeah, I think we've all gone through that. Mm. I remember taking a sip of beer when I was a kid, and it was awful. I still, don't, I still think it's pretty awful. And then um, Wizard Sage Ian gave me one while I worked at Apex, and I was like, oh, this is bad, but I want to be cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then You're going to give me lots of money someday, old man. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yeah, it paid off. Yeah, it paid off. Wizard Sage Ian, like, Tied for number one and uh, Patreon donations <laughs> monthly. So, yep, I'll drink as much beer as you want. <laughs> I guess that still counts if you're on yeah. the Patreon. Oh, I'll, I'll build a time as machine. Much, as, as much beer as you want. Go back and drink all the beers. <laughs> Let me crack open this Doritos. Let's do, I am ready. Let's. I have high hopes for these. I have very high too. hopes for these. I do like this sauce. Because this is something like short of somebody sending it to us, like we would never have gotten these. No. It's probably on Amazon for like $25. Yeah. Uh, fair warning, I haven't had dinner yet. So I got a Most lot of this it bag might be gone. really good. Yeah, the bag might be gone. Mm. I'm going to go ahead and grab a couple. You ready to do this? I am. You ready to crunch I'm all burp- of people's I burped ears? and burped watermelon. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, yeah, that's going to stay with you. Okay. You ready? That's a good chip. That's good. It's not too different from their spicy nacho, I don't think. Yeah. I feel a little more heat afterward, but yeah. I like that. I am pleased. Not over the moon, but pleased. Let's see what uh, taquitos.net has to say. Oh, yeah. There you go. Um, They tweeted at us, which means that I think... it I, We've made it. Yeah. No, it's like... It reminds me of like middle school when like a girl that I kind of have a crush on, like, says something to me, like, could you hand me that book? And I'm like, we're boyfriend-girlfriend now. (laughs) 
<laughs> so that's like that's my relation. That's how I feel. About of course, Vegeta. I can, my wife. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Tip of fedora. <laughs> so that's how I feel about taquitos.net. <laughs> um, unfortunately, I don't see I don't see it listed. Oh, no. ah, oh, here's a deal. We can save seventy percent on tapatio flavored Doritos. Oh man. Or we really saved a hundred percent. Oh shit. Dog, you're not gonna believe this shit. Taquitos.net, proud sponsor of Tadblock Podcast. Mm. Not really, just our girlfriend. <laughs> says they have a link, Doritos Flavors colon the complete guide. I think maybe wow. we should 2017, we stopped talking about video games. We exclusively try all the Doritos. <laughs> the year of the Dorito. We just every episode is an hour long about a Dorito flavor. <laughs> Where we just really dive in. We're the Dorito dorks. Welcome to <laughs> the Dorito dorks. Uh, pay, what do you think? Patreon exclusive podcast yeah. weekly. Yep. You know what? I wish I had. I wish I had the time. I was thinking about this today, and I was like, Dave, you're fucking crazy. I was thinking today. I was like, wouldn't it be cool if we just had like a weekly Patreon podcast, so like only the Patreon donors get? Yeah. That would be awesome. Uh huh. It would also be awesome if I had an extra day of the week in which I could <laughs> yep. pre- prepare and record that podcast. <laughs> no, that would be awesome. It'd be Man. really cool. So I here's my here's my proposal. We'll talk about it, mm-hmm. you and I. Mm-hmm. But I think that we should set a Patreon goal and like be real about it mm-hmm. and be like, if we reach X amount of dollars, then then we'll do that thing. We'll do we'll do a weekly episode. It could be Oops All Goofs. We could do Oops All Goofs on that's just a weekly show that's on the Patreon stream. Okay. In addition to our monthly Patreon for the normal. No, that goes away. Okay. <laughs> that has to go away. Okay. But here's the here's the here's the brilliance of it. You think that recording four extra episodes a month would be harder than doing one bonus episode. I disagree. If it's just you and me sitting down and recording something for an hour. I feel like that's so much easier than it is like scheduling a Patreon, mm-hmm. doing what, watching a movie or playing a game, whatever we have to do yep. for it. I would rather just sit down and be like, "What's up, man? Tell me about, tell me how the fair food went this week." <laughs> and like, just whatever fucking happens, happens. We just talk about whatever the fuck comes up. Did you see Ace Ventura when it came on cable the other day? Yeah. Oh man, I don't have cable, but I wish I yeah, did. But say that's that's almost a dated sentence at this point. What is cable? Not like Deadpool's partner? <laughs> All right, here we go. Doritos Tapatio. We're just going to go with that. According to the Here's a review on taquitos.net. Taste. This new take on Doritos released along with Tapatio versions of Fritos and Ruffles. This brand is oh, uh, just ever reaching. Yeah, just not in this in our neck of the woods. Uh, let's see. It had a slightly darker shade of orange than the ordinary nacho cheese Doritos, but otherwise looked fairly similar. On close examination, there were some tiny dark specks of seasoning unevenly distributed over the surfaces, which seemed to account for most of the difference in color. I crunched in to find the usual Doritos texture with an intense, tasty, and fairly hot flavoring. There was a good balance between the tapatio hot sauce and various kinds of cheese, so it was a nice combination and didn't overly rely on the hot sauce. I'll agree with that sentiment. Mm. Uh, the heat wasn't nearly as hot as Doritos Doritos Flamas. 
You familiar with that? Nope. That's the thing we need. Mm-hmm. Hey, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, dog, I got a hookup on Doritos Flamas. They're all over my local Piggly Wiggly. What's our What's our P.O. Box? 3785 Paducah, Kentucky, or ta- or Tadbox Studios, care of Nicole Nance, there we go. P.O. Box 3785 Paducah, Kentucky, 42002. Send us Doritos Flamas, and we will yes, give you 50,000 Tadbox points. Mm-hmm. It's been a while since we've issued That's issued true. Those we out. have all these just like, we're sitting on like Scrooge McDuck. I'm reopening the myth. <laughs> like, it's been so long that the face the on the Disney, coin has changed. We're reopening changed. the Disney yeah. vault. <laughs> Act now for this limited time. You can get Bambi. <laughs> Otherwise, you're fucking cut off. Nope, done. Um, who's the guy at Disney you think who's like in charge of Bambi? Because you know there's a guy and it's like you're in charge of Bambi. That's your job. You make sure no one gets to see it. <laughs> has a, has antlers. He gets to walk around right. the studios with. Uh, let's see. It just it's the head of Walt Disney set up like a magic eight ball. That like the just literal shake. head? The literal head of Walt Disney, frozen head of Walt Disney, and his eyes are magic eight ball triangles that what are we releasing what what are we releasing? When do we release it? Shake, 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 shake. Bambi, nineteen ninety eight. Well they just cast speak with dead. <laughs> Jews. No, no, no Mr. Walt, Disney. No, no Mr. Disney, please. We we understand, yes. <laughs> Anti Semite, we get it. But Bambi, though. <laughs> All right, let's see. Uh, the heat wasn't nearly as hot as Doritos Flamas, but it still left behind a lingering hot aftertaste. Uh, the aroma, kind of like regular Doritos. I like this. Kind of like regular Doritos, except way more intense. Like, that's an honest sentence. Mm-hmm. Like, that's no flourish on that. That's just a dude straight up typing what he thinks. <laughs> I like it. Uh, let's see. On second whiff, I could smell some strong taco powder. There we go. That's it. Ooh, they have more snacks like this, Tyler. Our podcast, our hot, our, our chips podcast has legs. <laughs> 730 hot chips listed on wow. taquitos.net. Damn. Taquitos.net, ladies and gentlemen, for all your snack review needs. That is, man, that is far larger. And like, so far, everything we've read, I'm like, man, those are well, I understand what they're saying and Mm -hmm. agree. Like, they've nailed it. I know. If we just keep plugging them, eventually they might pay us. Eventually. Eventually. (laughs) (laughs) You want to talk about pharmacy tactics now? I do. I'm going to eat these chips. Is that cool? Yeah. I'm all for it. Do you hear that? You eat them first or you want to do it during? No, it's fine. I'll just do whatever. Okay. Are you cool with that? Yeah. Dave, do you hear that? No, what is it? Uh, I don't know. This time it sounds like a real train. Oh, is this the sound of us giving up forever Maybe. on this bit? <laughs> I do hear that. <laughs> Yay! Welcome to We Don't We Don't Get Creative with This Anymore. <laughs> Somebody give us a plot device. So, <laughs> so. This is the Tad Bog MacGuffin. This is like the, at least the third Tad Bog MacGuffin where it's like, well, we don't have trains anymore, but we do have this. Yeah. <laughs> which, of course, ushers in a segment, which I am completely and totally prepared for, called Dave Reason Wikipedia. Yeah. Just go to wikipedia.org. It's totally good, man. Type in Final Fantasy. Which one are we talking about? Tact- tactics. Tactics. Final Fantasy Tactics. Now, Tyler, is that the 1997 video game? Yeah. All right. Okay. Trick question. Yeah. I trapped you. You don't know shit about this game. It was 1998. Damn. Damn. All right. Okay, guys. Final Fantasy Tactics. Or as it's known in Japan, I haven't done this one in a bit. Fanaru Fantasy Takatatsu. 
No, I fucked that up. Hold on. It wasn't racist enough. <laughs> Ta- Taco Tikusu. That's Ta- really Ta- hard to say. Taco Tico? Taco Tuesday. <laughs> Final <laughs> Fantasy Taco Tuesday uh, is a tactical role-playing game. Uh, a tactical role-playing game developed and published by Square, now Square Enix, or Enix, for the Sony PlayStation video game console. Is it Enix or Enix? I say Enix, but I can see where the argument's made both ways. I've always said Enix, but when I listen to people who know what they're talking about, they say Enix, which makes me feel like, well, damn it. I have to like reverse engineer like all the path the pathways in my brain. I've only done that with Suikoden. Yeah. So but because for years it was Suikoden. Suikoden? Yeah, mm-hmm. you gotta fix that one yep. though. Cause that's like transposing consonants. And it was a, it was a shakeism. Yeah. So. I get it. Uh let's see. Uh, it came out for the Sony PlayStation video game console. We haven't done many PlayStation games. We have not. Um, let's see. LSD Dream Emulator we've done. Bushido Blade. Bushido Blade. And is that it? Man, it might be. All right. Welcome to it the third PlayStation be. episode uh, <laughs> where we eat chips and plug taquitos.net <laughs> for 15 minutes. Um, it is, Tyler, the first game of the Final Fantasy Tactics series and was released in Japan in June 1997, and in the United States in January 1998. Uh, The game combines thematic elements of the Final Fantasy video game series with a game engine and battle system unlike those previously seen in the franchise. Uh, In contrast to other 32-bit era Final Fantasy titles, Final Fantasy Tactics uses a 3D isometric uh, rotatable? Rotate. That's a mm-hmm. word that I never use. Rotatorable. Rotatorables. <laughs> um, uh, get her done. With yes. Get get them done, David. Rotatorables. <laughs> uh, with a bitmap with bitmap sprite characters. Um, it is set in a fictional medieval inspired kingdom called Evilus or Evilus. I always say Evilus, but I do think it's like Evilus. I'm not pronouncing it correctly. Um, I don't know how to. Honestly, I don't know how to pronounce it. Um, I've said it both ways. Ivalus, Evilus, I don't know. I'm going with Evilus for the sake of this podcast. Yep. I feel okay. like that is going to get the least amount of messages to me tomorrow. What sounds, yeah. Usually it's like, <laughs> what doesn't sound quite natural but it's acceptable? That's probably That's more than it. likely the way. <laughs> Evilus. Um, let's see, which was created by Yasumi Matsuno. Uh, the game story follows Ramza Biol. Biol? Biol, how do you pronounce it? Spell it for me. B-E-O-U-L-V-E. Oh, it's I, unpronounceable. Believe is what I always said. Believe? That I don't I'm sure think is right. Not, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. We'll let's just say Ramza. And I always say Ramza. So. Oh shit. Well that could be that could be right. I don't know. Um he is a he, Tyler, you might not know this. He is a highborn cadet mm-hmm. who finds himself thrust into the middle of an intricate military conflict known as Major Dad. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm sorry. It says the Lion War. I get those confused. I His get... father, Balbades, was pretty yeah. much Major Dad. I get those confused all the time. Uh, let's see. The Lion War, where two opposing noble factions are coveting the throne of the kingdom. As the story progresses, Ramza and his allies discover a sinister plot behind the war. And with that, I'll let you go ahead. I'll just chomp on these. I'll just nibble on these <laughs> chips. Because I, I mean, this game, 
Man, it is nearly one of to me. It's one of those nearly just perfect games. It's a perfect game for, for me. You. Like, fuck, man. I remember I, when I first heard of this game, I was, I, of course, I was not interested. It was, it was different, and it made me mad because you know when you like something one way and you're young, it's like, oh, that's the way all things need to be because that's the way they're good. So I just wanted more like Final Fantasy um, two and four that I, you know, or four and six that I, that I'd played before. Uh, yeah, one more just turn based is the best, blah, blah, blah. So I, I shut this out of my mind. I was like, oh, I just dismissed it immediately. And then once Cockmaster Ashley Shake got it, played it, and he was telling me about it, and I just kind of like rolled my eyes at him. Yeah. Until he was like, yeah, but you definitely, no, you, I mean, you wouldn't like it, and I don't think you could play it. Like, what are you talking about? He's like, dude, it's really hard. I don't think you could do it. Was he being serious or was he reverse psychology? To this day, I do not know. Yeah. We'll ask him when I see him. I can, I can. Perfectly, un- like, see him doing that both ways. So, so I was like, "Fuck you, loan me that game," and like, so I played it to prove a point, but it did not take long for me to be like, "Oh fuck, this game is amazing! This game is amazing!" Because I was already into the Shining Force series, and this is very similar to a much more crunchy Shining Force. Okay, I've yet to play a Shining Force game. Mm-hmm. I know that we've got. One Shining Force game on the Genesis list. Once we get over this Fantasy Star 4 hump, mm-hmm. which is rapidly becoming a meme, I believe, as, <laughs> as Master of Coin Ryan Walters has said on the Facebook group. And he's right. And I do like his idea that we never do it. I think that's the only way this show can go on. <laughs> Fantasy Star 4 has to sacrifice itself for Tad Bog to continue, I feel like. Um I've, so I've never played a Shining Force game. So mm-hmm. you comparing Final Fantasy Tactics with Shining Force, you putting them in the same mm-hmm. realm actually makes me excited to play a Shining mm-hmm. Force game because I also really like Final Fantasy Tactics. I didn't at first. Yeah. Because, I mean, it. and don't get me wrong, it is a difficult game up to a point. Then I feel like it gets dramatically easier. But what okay, changes? We'll it? get there. Oh. Uh, well, I feel like it kind of hits a climax of difficulty. Um Whenever you fight Weegraph for the last time. Yeah. And that is the most difficult fight in the game, but you win that, and then I feel like it's all sort of... It's a cakewalk. Yeah. Uh, it's a cakewalk if you... Once you get and use Orlando, mm-hmm. it's cakewalk. Other than that, the difficulty does not... Descends and does not get as high as it did when you fight Ascendant Weegraph. I got to a point in this game where I did feel like... I'll be honest with you. Once I got past, I guess... I don't know if you call him the first boss. What's his name? Help me, please. Gafgarion? Gaf- the Dark Knight? Yeah. Uh, he's a fell knight in um, The War of the Lions because Dark Knight becomes an actual class that you can use. Oh. Dark Knight isn't a class in the original Final Fantasy Tactics. Yeah. It is, but it's only for NPCs, and it's only for that one NPC. Yeah. Um, and the abilities aren't that good his abilities aren't but they changed them in the war of the lions okay um and he becomes a fell knight uh dark knight becomes a class that you can a job i'm sorry i keep mm-hmm. saying class D D. I guess has you know washed my brain to say mm-hmm. that um but dark knight becomes a job and fell knight becomes the job that you can't equip yeah that you can't learn because man i got i don't want to say trolled but i got i got tricked so hard with gafgarian so? so hard and I'm I'm jumping way ahead here, but that's fine. We're having um, a conversation, man. I'm yeah. eating chips. You're talking about Final Fantasy Tactics because in Final Fantasy Tactics, because it's you know you described it sort of the grid isometric grid based movement fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, 
whenever you have your grid of usually five to six characters on one side of the battle mat, enemies on the other, you move and fight. Uh, whenever someone is killed or they hit zero hit points, they death death cry fall to the ground. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> and you have I hate that sound. <laughs> I do. It's just like anxiety, just immediate. Yeah, it's just like an immediate. True. It's just an immediate. <laughs> Like my brain just pumps anxiety juice into my veins <laughs> when I hear that sound. You want the good adrenaline? No, 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 no. Give them the bad stuff. Sit, yeah, yeah. Let's give them some acne. What's this? <laughs> what's the stuff we normally give them? Yeah, give them that. Give them the bad stuff. <laughs> <laughs> when it, then you have three turns to cast rays, use a phoenix down, something like that, on that character to get them back up. But at the end of those three turns. Uh, one of two things happens. They either turn into a treasure chest or they turn into a crystal, which the crystal is basically their their memories, their essence. So if they turn into a treasure chest, you walk over the treasure chest, you collect a piece of their equipment. Right. And if you turn into a crystal and walk over them, you get you learn one of their job abilities. So I remember having this conversation with Shake because eventually Gafgarian starts off as your ally, turns on you, you have to fight him later on. Uh, you fight him... Rams, because the the battle is it's a difficult battle. Your Ramza walks through a castle gate. The gate shuts behind him, so it's just him and Gafgarian on one side. Rest of your party on the other, and the rest of your party can get to you. It's just a long walk around the gate, and they're fighting enemies, and yeah. those enemies are no joke. Yeah, because archers in good positions up high. Oh like, yeah, I mean you have to like really maneuver to get to even get within striking mm-hmm. range. I feel like to the to the enemies, like even like a summoner, like can't can hardly reach where they are. It's just it's a hard battle. So you you need like a good Ramza because it's just you and Gafgarian. And of course Gafgarian's abilities are deal damage, heal himself from from dealing that damage. So he's he's difficult. Um but he basically like I would the first playthrough I just like would defend as Ramza and heal myself until my party could catch up to me. Then Shake told me, No, 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 man, if you fight Gafgarian by yourself, then when he dies, he turns into a crystal. And if Ramza walks over him, you can become a Dark Knight. You take oh, his ability no. to become a Dark Knight. So I remember I had to like I restarted the game yeah. and I played through and got oh, Ramza so you- very powerful. Oh, I, yeah, I wanted oh, I wanted God. that completion. So I killed Gafgarian, turned into a crystal, just like, oh, I learned ether. <laughs> so <laughs> Which yeah. is an ability that like what chemist, chemist. Get, right? Yeah. yeah. So hey, you proved it wrong. Yeah, you can do that. <laughs> At least there's that. And of course, way later on the line, I figured out there's one super easy way, super, super easy way to kill Gafgarian. No problem. What is that? Break his sword. Oh. He cannot and do he it. he can't use any of he his abilities. He can't use any of his abilities. Mm. He can just punch you for like a point of damage. Mm. So, yeah. Next time I play the game, I'll remember that. <laughs> yep. Because <laughs> I remember Gafgarian is like... In every Final Fantasy battle where I know there's something worth stealing off an enemy, mm-hmm. like, I can't remember what Gafgarian has, but it's like, he has something worth stealing. Mm-hmm. What Do you recall what it is? It might have been his sword. It might be his sword. But it's like, that is why that battle was always so hard for me, because it's like, I didn't want to straight up kill him. And it's like, I just gotta, mm-hmm. I just have to survive long enough to steal from him. Yeah. And his abilities don't take MP, so he'll just use his powerful sword abilities 
every single round and heal himself every single round. For me, that is the hardest. That is the hardest battle in the yeah. game. It really is for like the the level you're at when you fight him and all the like positioning. Like that is, I feel like the first battle in the game where it's like good luck. Yeah, it's like to put it in like a Final Fantasy VI parallel, which I'm sure you'll enjoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like Atma Weapon. I feel like I feel like Gafgarian is the Atma weapon of Final Fantasy Tactics. And I've done it before to where um, I had a summoner with teleport, and I was able to just teleport to the other side of the gate mm. to join to join Ramza. Which, but teleport's a high level ability, and that takes mm-hmm. a lot of grinding to get it by that point in the game. But all right, backtrack a little bit more to the beginning of Final Fantasy Tactics. I got to get these chips out of my way. Yeah, like, <laughs> you're not gonna have any left to eat. There you go. They're good, Jack and Ziggy Moons. They you good. did, you did good. <laughs> but yeah, this game starts out Ramza, nobleman, a good-hearted nobleman, because your father is just uh, Balbane's attained. It says the knight, the the rank of some some kind of knight. Like it's a, I assume it would be theoretically be a class, like the strongest class or whatever. He attains that, but then he dies. Um, and Ramza is the half brother, the youngest half brother. He's got two other. Nobleman brothers who hold position one neutral to good and the other evil. Which we need to we need what are their names? Zalbag and Dysadarg. Right. Okay. Um, one of them uh, I always um, think of his name as Balzac because it's Zalbag. <laughs> so it's always like I don't know for some reason I'm always like eh, Balzac because <laughs> he he's your uh, Ramza. I'll say you being the player. He's your he's your pretty good brother. I mean he's more neutral. He'll. He'll cover his own ass mm. most of the time before he covers yours. Mm-hmm. But, like, he's fair to you most of the time. Dysodark is your straight-up, like, asshole. He's out to get everybody brother that's just like, man, fuck you. And he causes some problems for you. Oh, yeah, very much. And then uh, tell me about the story is really about a character named Delita. Is that correct? It's really, because it is a, man, it's, it's a sad, heartbreaking, and kind of realistic tale because... Like the main story, they're the two big noblemen of the area are are fighting, tearing Ivlis apart, mm-hmm. and uh, you're. But that's just sort of the that's the conflict everybody sees. Ramza is actually fighting the more important backdrop because what's really going on is the character. Uh, I'm trying to who exactly there is a almost a cult mm-hmm. trying to revive. They make it talk. They make it sound like. They're trying to revol- uh, revive a Jesus type character, but an evil Jesus, like the ant. They're trying to revive an antichrist yeah, figure. Nega Jesus. Nega yeah. Jesus. Please. Please. There you go. Not antichrist. Nega we Jesus. don't use that. Nega Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and he comes out smoking cloves, cigarettes. <laughs> Nega Jesus. <laughs> that's how I. That's how I envision Nega Jesus. What's up, man? Why did everybody think I'm evil? I just um, like to have a good time. I don't know, right? <laughs> and. In order to do this, there are the. I don't. I'm sorry. I don't die for your sins. I live for your <laughs> sins. <laughs> sorry. Naked. Naked Jesus. Please continue. Got our next T-shirt. <laughs> Naked Jesus. TM. He's, he wields the cross like a sword. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> he uses. He's got it on his back like cloud. Just like. Yeah, I love it. And and to, to do this, there are the. Uh, the zodiac stones. Each one represents a different sign of the zodiac. Right, and they're powerful artifacts. Mm-hmm. But inside each one is an incredibly powerful demon who will tempt its user and try to take over anyone who 
uses uses the stone, accesses yeah. its power, its power, and all these stones together can be used to. They don't have to be like united. They're basically sent out for people to get the things to do this ritual to revive. Naked Jesus. Naked. I'm trying to think of the name, like Saint Saint Ultima, something like that. And a very underwhelming boss fight, but regardless. Because it's Ramza trying to stop this from happening and gather, taking away, gathering up the Zodiac Stones so they can't be used by anyone else. But, like, history doesn't remember Ramza. No, that's the sad thing, because he is doing the good thing and the right thing and making sure the world survives, and his best friend through childhood, Delita, who is a... Like a farmer's son. Yeah. Not a noble. Yep. He is, yeah, the commoner, like, um... Stop... Stable hand, stable boy. You know, he's he's basically Rams a squire almost. Right, sure. And he he wants to rule. He wants to take over. He wants to be in charge. He wants to he is the the narcissistic, will do anything that he wants, do anything it takes to get what he wants figure. And spoilers, he gets it. Yeah. He does everything wrong and terrible. And for his efforts, history remembers him as the commoner who became king. But I think there's something really important to Delita's character that we've left out, and what sparks all of this is mm. that his sister is murdered. Yep. And I think that's really important because it humanizes Delita. Yeah. Because, like, for me playing through it, um, I could really, like, I could see what he was doing and, like, being an opportunist, but at the same time, it's like I, I knew his motivation behind it. Like, mm. I knew all of this never would have happened. If his sister um, hadn't died because of a su- because of the stereotypical like awful awful nobleman who right. treated him like shit and like Ramza had to support to to basically to help save the world he had to use Argus or Algus um, to 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 advance and then of course he turns on you he does awful things and he's right. the one he kills Delita's sister in front of him right. And nothing you can do about it. And then, yeah, after that point, that's when Delita leaves your party, and that's like a time a time skip. Mm-hmm. I think the four chapters, and there's time passes in between each chapter. Representative, you can see Ramza grow and change. He looks different in every chapter, right? And there's uh, Delita shows up, and there's usually some kind of scene between him and Ramza mm-hmm. as you as you go. Yep. Um, okay. So this is a very political game. Like the story is very political. Oh, it's Game of Thrones. Like yeah, it is like probably out of the history of all Final Fantasy games and their spin-offs, this is probably the most political mm-hmm. driven game. And I think that's I think that's pretty cool. I will say that I did not appre- I did not appreciate that playing through on the original PlayStation game. Yeah. Because I the the there is some English in the game. Uh, which is most mm. notable in the tutorial, mm-hmm. where it says things like, please to equip the shadow item. And it's like, what? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I don't understand. This is a completely new kind of game. Please use, like, I, get, I don't know. You got to tell me how to do this new thing. Um, but like in the War of the Lions, uh, when it re-released, uh, the game, all of the story, all of a sudden made a lot more sense to me. Yeah. Uh, because the translation or the localization was redone. And it's redone in a manner where it's like, oh, this is a compelling, this is a really compelling story. Mm-hmm. It's, that, it's so good. That I don't have to like ask somebody, what does this actually mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have to do any external research outside of the game to figure out what the fuck is going yeah, on. Because the remake has, you know, the animated cutscenes. that are, I love the art style in this game so much. Yep. It is, 
it is one of those timeless like it it looked good then it looks good now like yeah it it aged it has aged very well mm-hmm. um and i do i love i love the remake i know we're not to the point yet where we're recommending the game but i mean everyone knows that we're recommending the game i feel yeah. like um if you haven't played the game and you want to which i do suggest that you do definitely play the war of the lions which yeah. is the, which is the re-release don't play i mean the playstation version is fine but i like you're going to get more out of it playing the the remastered yeah, version and they're more because the the there're lots of secret characters the big secret character being cloud, cloud. right and then in the war of the lions they add two more characters yeah balthier from final fantasy 12 and uh, luso from mm-hmm. uh, final fantasy tactics a2 yep. for the ds have you played the spinoffs have you played uh tactics advance or a2 i i need to go back and try tactics tactics advance i really do but i remember i got so thoroughly infuriated the first time i tried to play it why i was so amped up for it i was so excited for it sat down i played it one of the first battles swords are banned right because there's judge there are judges and i, Final I still like that that keeps me from playing it really that absolute 100 because i would just want to go in mm-hmm. and enjoy my experience and play the game and not suddenly have to follow an arbitrary rule that inflicts my play style right off the bat yeah. every single battle. I like it. Oh man. I think I think as far as gameplay goes, I prefer advance over yeah. over tactics. Yeah. And, and it's because I mean, I like games where it's like I like games like okay, so Final Fantasy games I feel like are all about exploiting it. I feel like final like that's like a big draw for people who who love Final Fantasy games is like finding that exploit and just like putting everything into mm, that exploit yeah. where it's like oh all of my characters in Final Fantasy 6 can cast Ultima if I tool it right. So yeah. we're going to do that. That's what we're doing for 100 <laughs> hours and it's like okay, I mean I guess, but I mean that's like and I've done it. Like I mean yeah. like I've fucking done it. I've been I've been a middle schooler with absolutely all the time in the fucking world where it's like, yeah, we're just gonna fucking find this little find this little niche and we're just gonna like pothole style and just make this huge mm. opening. We're just gonna steamroll through all any challenge in this game. Yeah. I feel like I like the judges with the limiting weapons and abilities because it like is almost a counter to that where yeah. it's like Oh man, you got a really good thing going with swords. Well, not for this battle, you don't. Well, see, I think it's just, it was the first battle, and I was still trying to learn the game. I'd never played it. I was trying to figure it out and have fun. Yeah. Of course, all your characters have fucking swords. So, like the first battle, I'm trying to enjoy it. Yeah. Everyone suddenly in jail. I lose the battle, and it was just like, yeah, okay, fuck this. Yeah. I'll, I have. There are so many more games to play. This is not going to be one for me. Like Final Fantasy Eleven. <laughs> Mm. No, I get it because that was like I remember playing Advanced and being like, well, "That was fun." All right, time to play nothing but Final Fantasy Eleven for two years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh man, I regret that and I don't regret that. I'm, I'm going time. back. Yeah, I'm going to go oh, back before it I'll, shuts down. Um, so no, it is shut down, isn't it? It the 360 servers and the PlayStation Two servers are shut down. Okay. PC servers are still up and active. Okay, I had heard a I had heard a rumor that it was all going to be done. Like November twenty fifth yeah. or something like that of this year didn't happen. Um, didn't happen. It's still going. The game is fucking. You can download the game for free, as far as I know. You have to play the subscription. Oh, uh, but hmm. now don't quote me on this. I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure you can download 
Um, or it might not be that you might have to buy the latest expansion for like, I think for like 15 bucks or something like that. When yeah. I was looking the other day, I was like, that's really cheap. I was like, what all does it include? Fucking everything. Everything. It's all and now you can play the whole game solo. So is that is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So I might I, I'm tempted to go back and play it just to experience all the story because I never experienced all the story yeah. uh, when I played through it when it first came out because it was impossible to play. Oh yeah. And like one of the first most frustrating things about it was downloading it, installing it. Do you have five hours and all the discs? Right. <laughs> that play online theme though. Oh man. man. <laughs> Hey, guess who um, helped develop Play Online? The lead director. Comcast. The lead director of Final Fantasy Tactics. Okay. That is is truth. (laughs) That is 100% truth. I don't sort of see that. I don't know why, (laughs) but yeah, that was him. But because tactics, man, and there are certain little challenges in this game that I love Mm -hmm. uh, because there are hidden, hidden abilities that you can only experience that you can only get if very rare enemies use on you so if you want to get a hundred percent completion yeah like learning ultima mm-hmm. is incredibly difficult just, in this game just equip the magicite well yeah you could do that i guess that. it's hard to find it's really <laughs> yeah. it's almost impossible to find and then um because i think what is it the there are 12 12 uh, zodiac signs or stones of the zodiac and there's a secret the 13th one the man-made like artificial one the serpentarius and that one is you can find the wizard who made it and find that stone on like the last level of the bonus dungeon and if you survive his zodiac summon then you learn it mm. but it's incredibly difficult to do so but man, I'm jumping. I'm just cramming a lot of shit in there because I love this game so no, much. There's so much no, to talk about. No, this is. I think honestly, dude, I think this is the best way to talk about it. Yeah, this is like you just pretty much. You don't want to go through a walkthrough. Like, nope. Bit by bit by bit. Nope. This game. That sounds awful. That sounds, that sounds awful. I love how you're doing it. I really do. I got Jacob to play this game because I was so excited about him to play of it. Wolf Fighting Fame. Of Wolf Fighting Fame, and he enjoyed it. But I remember he kind of hit a wall. And was just having trouble, and he didn't want to... Because either you love grinding in this game, or you hate grinding in this game. Yeah. Because there's pretty much one way to do it. And because the map, the travel, the world map is just basically all the cities it's, with roads to each it's plot like, landmark. It's like yeah. literally points on a map that you walk yeah. to and from. And you can get in... You can travel safely between, like, towns are a safe point. Like, any blue point is safe, mm-hmm. and any... Orange point, you can get in a battle. You can get in a, in a random battle there. Random encounter, sure. And random encounters level with you, so they're always difficult. Mm-hmm. Story battles, though, are capped at a certain level. Right. And there's one there's one point in the story that Jacob was enjoying it. He hit his wall, and Jacob Jacob will easily, if he gets frustrated, just be like, meh, walk away, walk away from a game and never pick it back up again, yeah. and be totally fine that he only played half of it. Yeah. Or I've seen him quit games 95% of the way through and just, you know, I don't like this dungeon. I'm done. And I did not want that to happen with this game. Mm-hmm. I wanted to play this game and finish this game. So we were sitting out at his dad's house. I remember I stayed up until the sun rose, grinding on... I couldn't... I didn't want to advance the story for him because I wanted to get all of it. Right. But I was trapped at a certain point. So I just kept playing this one battle over and over and over again until I essentially set it up to where... He could, he could, without grinding, walk through every story battle for the whole rest of the game. So, and that got him to, oh, okay, cool. Played it and beat it. Yeah. And enjoyed every bit of it. Yeah. But 
Enjoyed all the bits that he played. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, I have like, everything. All the classes unlocked. And everyone's right. set up with auto potion and blah, 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 right. blah, blah, blah. I, um, I like grinding in this game, which is weird because I normally, that's a thing that I guess, I don't, certain games I like grinding, mm-hmm. other games I don't. I like grinding in this game because the battles are fun. Yeah. Um, there are bits that I don't like about grinding in this game, and that is where you the most efficient way to grind most of the, some of the time mm-hmm. is to just like attack your own party members. Yep. And you have to take some kind of action to gain experience points. And that sucks. I like I don't like that. I wish like that's one of those things where it's like, this is a loophole that we need to that mm. we need to fix. Yeah. So I just can't like get into a random battle. Kill all the enemies but, but one, one. Turn it into a chicken. Yep. And then just like either use beat the fuck out of each a other. buff ability, or yep. you just beat each other and heal. Yeah, I don't. I don't until like you that. get where you need to be. I don't like that because then at that point it's just a time sink, and it's like there's no you're just farming it. Yeah. And I get like there's there's something therapeutic about that, but at a certain point it just really bums me out because mm-hmm. it's like I would just rather. Let's just play the game instead of having to do this. Yeah. And you don't have to do it, I don't feel like. Because, I mean, like, yeah, you'll see something because the game, it's a job based game. Right. So, you everyone starts off with usually one class. And then as you gain levels, I think there's eight levels maybe in every class, you get job points. And with those job points, you gain job levels. And then with the job points, you accumulate, you buy skills buy for that level. Right. Which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Dude, I love. Final Fantasy. I love Final Fantasy games that have the job system. Yeah, like those are my those are my favorites because I feel like those are very customizable. There are benefits to to games like Final Fantasy Four where it's a set like this character is this class. The benefit there's a story benefit to that, but um, as far as like just having fun with it as a game, I prefer the job yeah. system. Like everybody starts off as either a squire or a chemist. Mm-hmm. Squires having like basic abilities and chemists able to use items. So in this Final Fantasy, you can't just use all the items like you can in every other Final Fantasy. You have to buy the ability to, as a chemist, to make the item right. or whatever and then use it in battle. Right. And chemists also have the advantage that they can use. Normally, you can only use an item on yourself or whoever is one square one adjacent to away, you. Yeah. yeah. Except for a chemist, they can use two or three. Right. Which is actually incredibly fucking handy. I can throw it. Yeah, yeah. It's always inc- yeah. It's absolutely crucial um, mm-hmm. for moments where it's like one of your one of your squad members is down, and the timer is just ticking away, and they're mm-hmm. about to disappear forever. Yep. Which will straight up make me reset the game. Oh yeah, like, absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah. No one left behind. Um, I have a qu- that reminds me. I have a question for mm-hmm. you because I know how I do it. Every time I play this game, I uh, you have the option as you, as you okay. Let me start over. As you progress through the story, you meet NPCs mm-hmm. who join your cause, mm-hmm. and you can then play with those NPCs. You can bring them into regular battles. Mm-hmm. Um, so eventually, you get to the point where your whole team can be NPCs with unique that, classes. Right, right. Yes, mm-hmm. unique NPCs. Uh, the other option is you all can also recruit regular old vanilla class jobs that you build up. Mm-hmm. Um, so my question to you is when you play this game, Tyler, do you normally use the hero NPCs? Do you put together a group of all heroes? Do you put together a group of all uh, zeros? Or is there a mix of the two? The first time I played this game, all hero, all unique NPCs. Every other time... 
all customizable zeros. See, that's the only way that I've ever done it, mm-hmm. is zeros. Uh, how, did, how is it different with heroes, since you've done it both ways? Is it easier going through the... Yeah. yeah. Well, like... I don't, I don't, I don't know. You get the full, you get to experience all the, all the, all the jobs. So I think really you get in the long run, you get better characters as the zeros, as the zeros. Right. In the short term, the heroes are better because they will typically have better abilities, but that's all they're ever going to have. Like because you don't, why you don't want to change to a different ability for them, a different class. They don't because normally for any other non-unique, their appearance changes to that class. Right. For a unique character, their appearance always stays the same. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, it's easier and it's quicker, but you get it's you have more fun and you have more flexibility if you do if you customize your own. It's so much more fun. It's so much more fun to start with to start a character from nothing. Because then then you can name them whatever you want to name them. That is important too. Yep. Yes. My favorite um, is Strawberry because I always use the, the random name generator because mm-hmm. you can do and you can do it as many times as you want. Um, and Strawberry, I landed on Strawberry and I was like, "Yep, that's a name." Mm-hmm. And guess what my Chocobo's name is in Final Fantasy fifteen? Strawberry. Yeah. <laughs> because let's see, you get you start off. You have like your a friend with you at first, a random NPC named Rad. Yeah. So you get Rad for free. Uh, he is a customizable, and then he's always like, "What's up, man? <laughs> I'm Rad. <laughs> you Calm be, down, Rad. You may be a samurai. I could be a samurai. What oh, do you want dude. me to be? You've had too much watermelon rum. <laughs> Go to sleep. <laughs> you can also, while I think it's cool, I don't think it's particularly useful. But you can find and recruit chocobos, yeah, into your party and other monsters, bombs, yeah. right? Yeah, you can charm. Any almost any enemy in the game, you can charm and they will join you, mm-hmm. and they have their own unique abilities. But they do kind of suck. Yep. Unless you, sometimes it is fun because you can use a chocobo as a mount in battle. Yeah. And that does have and its, its advantages. And it's badass because they can go pretty much across the fucking yeah. map. It it sucks that you basically lose a character slot right for it. So that makes that right. takes away a little bit from it. Especially but later on. It's awesome on. that you can do that. Yeah. Like once you can teleport and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Goodbye, Chocobos. Because you, like, you, first Chocobo you save is the name Boko. You save him from goblins in the forest. Right. And like when you tra- when you travel from point to point, eventually Boko will have an hatch an egg. So you can hatch your way through yellow to black to red Chocobos that are more and more powerful. And they have different abilities too. Mm-hmm. Um, Chocobos are probably the most powerful in any Final Fantasy game in tactics. I feel like because yeah. like which is it the black Chocobo that has essentially meteor red? It's red. It's chocobo. red. Yep. Because you see them, they turn to the side, all like cocky and badass, raise their <laughs> wing and lower it, and a fiery meteor comes out of the sky and lands on you. Yeah. Me, Tella weeps. Is <laughs> yeah. the name of that. <laughs> Only the true Final Fantasy kids will get that. <laughs> but yeah, I love that. I, Aspect. God, there's so there's so many little details. Um, the only because of course like I mentioned it before, Orlando, who is uh, your father's best friend, Rams's father's best friend, who is essentially I, I hate the spo- you've seen the prequel mm-hmm. Star Wars. Orlando's essentially Obi Wan Kenobi. He, lo- he looks like Obi-Wan like Kenobi. like he is Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah. Like it's very much like um, like the the director of this game. Uh, he like has cited before that 
Star Wars is one of his biggest influences. And that's he also uh, directed Final Fantasy XII, one of my favorite Final Fantasy games. But that is, like, mm. if you play twelve and you're, you're very familiar with the, the original trilogy, you're like, oh, this is Star Wars. I'm playing a Star Wars RPG yeah. with, a, with a rabbit <laughs> woman instead of a Wookiee. Yeah. Um, so I think that's, I think that's neat. I really do. And that's like one of my favorite things about, uh, um, Final Fantasy localization in the nineties is all like the Star Wars references and stuff that they hide in the game. Yeah. Sorry. I, I, I derailed you. No, it's no, I'm glad you said that, but they, they, uh, they call him, he's the Sid in the game. His, his battle moniker is Thunder God Sid. Uh-huh. But because normally there are holy knights like the Agrius and you fight several other enemies. Holy knights have like six or seven different sword abilities that a very powerful sword blast in a straight line and right. a diagonal. They have all that that big move set, and then dark knights have the two move sets to inflict hit point damage and absorb it, or inflict magic point damage and then absorb it. And then there are divine knights who basically have a distance sundering ability. So they'll use their strike out with their sword and they can break your an enemy's helmet many tiles away. Yeah, and do an incredible amount of damage by doing right. it. Right. Normally those are three different classes. Orlando on the other hand, his one class has the abilities of all of those classes because he's a Jedi. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so he's in the original playthrough, he's the only one that can use Gafgarian's abilities. Yeah. So and he and he comes with pre-equipped with the Excalibur, which yeah. is the which is a third strongest game, <laughs> third strongest sword in the game. Yeah. Autom- automatically hastes, so he's starts off and he's faster than everybody else. Yeah. Like the game, once you get him, the game is no longer a challenge at all. Yeah. The only way you can challenge yourself is just to send Orlando out by himself. Yeah. But even then, <laughs> have you done that before? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. You can easily clear a whole thing with just Orlando. Really? Yeah. Um, we haven't really discussed how the combat works um, because this is this is wildly different than final how Final Fantasy games mm-hmm. work. It's still turn based, kind of like um, Final Fantasy games tend to be uh, yeah. the, the earlier ones. But this is all set up um, on a tile based map. It's almost like playing a board game, yeah. or if you're more familiar with like war gaming or miniatures, it's more like that. Yeah, it's very. I mean, it's. Tactics is right in the name, and it's because like the battles in this game are very tactical. Yep. You have to worry about distance, which is something you don't normally worry about in a Final Fantasy mm-hmm. game. You have to worry about things like elevation, which you don't have to worry mm-hmm. about typically. Cover. Cover, absolutely. Um, speed. Speed, direction that enemies enemies are facing. Like right. You're way more, if an enemy has a shield, they're, you're far less, less likely to hit them. You'll see the percentage chance whenever you go up to them. So if you go to like, if you go head to head with an enemy like with a shield there's a 20% chance you're going to hit. Yeah. You go to the side it increases to 30%. You go, you go behind, behind them it. it goes up to 45%. Mm-hmm. So it's all a th- it's a big yeah, it's, it's I love it. Yeah, I, I, I really too. love the battle system. And it's like um the uh let's see. Do you remember when we did Ogre Battle? Mm-hmm. Uh, for the SNES IGN list. I'll have a link to that in the show notes. Um, that was also done by uh, Matsuno. So there are, you can see like some of the seeds for um, Final Fantasy Tactics there. I think Quest yeah. is the, the developer. Uh, he left Quest and did Final Fantasy Tactics for Square. Oh, okay. And like it is, like I know there are fans of. Of the Ogre series. Yeah. But man, Tactics is like, it's... In my opinion, if you play Tactics first, you're not going to enjoy the Ogre games. It's so hard to go back. 
because mm-hmm. it is like tactics is a, just a more refined yeah. version of the game. So you either have to go way more simple and do like Shining Force or Fire Emblem, or go with the far more advanced tactics and the middle ground that I just don't feel as satisfying either way. Yeah, is like yeah the Ogre Battle series. Can I talk to you about Evilus for a minute? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I absolutely adore this setting. Uh, I love everything about Evilus. Like when Final Fantasy fourteen, the the second Final Fantasy MMO was announced, I was crossing my fingers. Like, please let this be set in Evilus because, like, you've got you you've got a good setting that's mm-hmm. already created. Um, because I mean, you've got races that reappear not they're not so much in tactics but mm-hmm. like every game after tactics that's in that's set in evilus has these races uh like the viera uh which are the bunny the bunny people mm-hmm. um and then the the numo which are like these shaggy uh humanoid creatures and then you've got um like moogles the, moogles yep they're a prominent race and then you have like lizard folk um who are a civilized race and you've got all this really cool stuff and it's all like a medieval setting uh, with little bits of like magical engineering thrown in there. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I, I fucking love the setting. Um, I've played, that's the setting for Final Fantasy XII. And it's also the setting for Tactics Advanced and A2. Uh, I've never played Vagrant Story, but I really want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is all, That also takes place in Evilus. Oh, see, I've heard amazing things about that game, but I, have no, I haven't played it either. You haven't played it either? Nope. We're, and we never will because we don't have time. That's true. <laughs> but I really want to play that game. Yeah. Eventually. And that's not even like using the Tadpog meme, <laughs> meme eventually. It's like I really do want to play that game. Yeah. Uh, going, I guess going back, further talk about the combat system. And then, of course, I mentioned the job system. And then you learn all those skills. And then because there is your primary set of skills, your subset of skills, your reaction skill, your, um, I guess your maintenance skill and your movement. And basically you can pick up different, different skills from each of those different types, jobs. different jobs and right. customize what you right. want. Like you could pick up what, give me an example, like jump from like, Lancer. Yeah. So Lancer, which is basically Dragoon for anybody else that, yeah, they learn jump, vertical jump, horizontal in all these different directions. And that would be your movement ability. Right, that's your that's your secondary. Oh, it's secondary. You can do ignore ignore height is their movement ability. Okay, right. I'm sorry. So you can immediately like because normally like I think if it's one elevation tick higher, you can move up to it by taking additional movement. But higher than that, and you're just blocked off. But you have the dragoon ability, lancer ability, ignore height, and then if you're you basically then it treats the battlefield as a flat plane. So if you move up to a mountain that is eight, uh, uh squares high right it just treats it as flat so you can just whoop, jump up there and go but once you've learned it as a lancer and you switch to let's say white mage mm-hmm. if you've learned the movement ability for the lancer you can plug that in as your ability even if you're a white mage yep. so now you can be a white mage that pretty much ignores elevation yep. on the battlefield like one of the a, a tried and true is like a knight who has high attack, high defense, because heavy armor, and you can wield any weapon in the game. Uh, so to get levels in Knight, and then eventually get to where you can take levels in Ninja, ninjas can use two weapons. Right. So learn the skill two weapons, and then go back to Knight, mm-hmm. equip that as your skill, and then have two badass heavy blades. Right. Mm-hmm. 
And then, of course, uh, chemists have a skill called auto potion, right. which becomes essential. So whenever they're hit, they use whatever the lowest ranked potion that you have is automatically on themselves. So I've always that was always my reaction skill for everyone, auto potion. And then I only had X potions in my inventory. So every time you get hit, heal 150 points. See, hit, heal 150 points. I was, and I love this because I think it's indicative of our personalities and how we typically play games. Mm-hmm. Like that's your go-to reaction. You had that on everybody. I had counter on everybody. Oh, uh, okay. Where it's like if someone swings at you, regardless of whether they hit or miss, you get a swing at them, mm-hmm. which sometimes bites would bite me in the ass because there are some enemies where it's like you don't want to physically hit that one. Yeah. You want to cast magic on that one. But Blade for, Grasp is also a good one. I've, I've played with that one a few times, too. Remind me what that one is. Uh, is that it's the a samurai geomet? skill oh. uh, skill where when an enemy attacks, you will see them physically reach up and catch the blade with their hands oh, right. and, and negate the attack. Yeah, Samurai is a job that I neglected every playthrough, Yeah, pretty much. Because it, it's powerful, but it's, it's kind of weird. Because Samurai in this game, they have high offense, their defense kind of sucks, but their ability is they draw the the soul out of swords. Mm-hmm. So any different samurai, any different katana you find in the game, you can use it and it has like a magical effect. Yeah. But they break. And I see I don't like that. You know me. You mm-hmm. know how I am, you know how I roll with items and inventory. It's like as soon as I figured out that's what samurai is about, I was like, nope. Not going to have any fucking samurai because mm-hmm. I don't want to have to worry about a fucking sword breaking. I don't have to worry about finding special swords. Nope, this is not a job for me. Goodbye. Yeah, so it finds out like once you get like rare swords you don't get many of, then it's just like, yeah, then it almost it, it becomes hard to play because yeah. like there's so many random battles you might want to use them right, on. Right, And the enemies level with you, so it's still difficult. You want to use your powerful abilities. You need to use right. your powerful abilities. Yeah. But you're kind of hamstrung with samurai so yeah it's it has good abilities and you need a lot of levels in samurai yeah because like once you gain like two levels in squire and two levels in chemist oh that unlocks archer right so you gain three levels in archer two levels in squire oh that unlocks knight which makes the game extremely addictive Mm -hmm. for, for me because like i love that i love like it it kind of feeds on that same kind of like thing that World of Warcraft did for me, where it's like, oh man, in one more level I get this, mm-hmm. and then two more le- like I'll get that level, and I'll be like, oh, well the next level I get this, I'll just keep playing, yeah. and it's like always I feel like in tactics it's like every level seemed like it meant something. Every every level meant something. Every job point meant something. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like everything was always building to something. It wasn't like in some RPGs where it's just like, okay, I got enough experience points to level up. My hit points went up a little bit. My attack went up a little bit. Great. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like that. It was more compelling. I felt like very much like the rat running on the wheel where it's like, I'm going to get that fucking cheese mm-hmm. and it fucking works and it like whenever i and because it's not just one character that you're leveling up it's a whole team that stuff is coming quicker than you think and it just makes like it makes grinding addictive mm-hmm. but i so, don't want to sometimes stop. it sucks though because like when you later in the game you get a new character like say orlando okay again right. who's the most powerful character in the game oh it's like oh fuck he can't use x potions he doesn't have 
all this kind of stuff. So then you have to dial it back and make him a shitty class at this point. Right. And go back and grind him as a chemist to get your basic abilities you've had for almost the entire game. I see. So yeah. stuff like that sort of sucks. Yeah. That That is, I guess, another negative of playing with hero NPCs. Yeah. Um, I have more to say about this game. I don't know how much you want to save for part two. Okay? I think we should save for part two, Anks. I know Josh will have plenty to talk about too. Because right. I want to have well, I wanted to have Josh. It didn't work out scheduling wise for us to have Josh on tonight. So we're gonna do a part two. Mm-hmm. Spoilers. And Oh, because there's so much more to talk about this game. Yeah, there's absolutely <laughs> a lot. I'm surprised, honestly. Like I I felt like you were gonna carry this episode, which I do think that you you did. But I, I was surprised how much I had to say about this game, that, which you, I haven't really played. Once you start in a while. talking about it, it's like, oh yeah. <laughs> um I do want to talk a little bit about the iOS version, which I yeah. think is really good. It's it perfectly lends itself to it, iOS. It's really good. The, it's expensive. I remember mm. when I was looking at it, I was like, I can't remember exactly how much it was, but it was like this is the most expensive app that I'm that I've ever bought, and I wasn't sure if it was worth it. And what what sold to me was I had to go on a trip, and it was like. I was going on a trip where I I didn't want to keep up with a whole bunch of fucking electronics. I didn't want to keep up with a fucking DS or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I was bringing my iPad anyway and it was like fuck it. I'm just going to I'm going to get it on my iPad and just yeah. see how it goes. Really good. <laughs> I mean it went really well. Yeah. Like all the like touch controls that you're used to on a tablet like zoom pinching to zoom in and zoom out and like rotating with your finger. That's how it works. Man, um, it's so good, it's it, so perfect. It's not seen, and it's it's really good, but it's not it's not it's not great. It's really good, but not great because there are times where it's like I'm trying to select a tile that's right next to me or or a character, and it gets a little fidgety in that area. Yeah. But for the most part, it does. It feels really nice to be able to rotate um, seamlessly. Yeah. The PlayStation. That was tough wrapping my head around it on the PlayStation controller for the first time. I also remember the, game. The, the the sound the camera makes when you turn the angle, yeah. that grinding bubble. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah. I, I and one other thing I I definitely want to talk about, because you talked about your first experience with the game. Mm-hmm. I remember vividly beating Final Fantasy Seven and um I beat it in that very you you're probably familiar with this, like where it's so intense. When I was fighting Sephiroth, I wasn't sitting down. I was standing mm-hmm. up. I was standing oh, yeah. up for that 45-minute oh, yeah. fucking battle because yeah. it took me forever to beat Sephiroth. Uh, Which that, actually three turns. It's just somebody knocks right. around. Right, yeah, exactly. That's, that's exactly <laughs> why. It's just nights, nights around, nights around. Um, so I, I finished Final Fantasy VII. I was like, holy shit, that was amazing. Uh, I was like, well, what? Well, now what? What do I do now? I've I played Final Fantasy three. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've played Final Fantasy two. But now what? What do I do? And I was like, Well, I saw this game at Blockbuster called Final Fantasy Tactics, whatever mm-hmm. that is. And I went and I rented it pretty much immediately after beating seven. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like the next day kind of deal. Like I made special arrangements to go to the store, like the the Blockbuster to get it. I remember getting home. I put the I put the disc in the PlayStation. The fucking opening cutscene, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. I was like, holy shit, because it's all this like, I mean, now it doesn't look so good. But like at the time, it was like, oh my God, this is- Chocobo a- in armor? I know. With knights and lances? I know. <laughs> it, was fuck- it was like, holy shit, I am pumped. I am ready to do this. And then I got in the game and it was like, 
what the fuck that's is going on? To be so into seven, that's jarring as what fuck. What is going Because, I mean, it is like, yeah, it's a total shift. Like, not just, like, mechanically, but tonally as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like, what the fuck? I hated it. I hated this fucking game. Mm-hmm. I fucking hated it. I didn't understand it. I didn't get it. And I didn't want to because I felt like I was coming off of that Final Fantasy VII hype. And then I felt like that opening intro with the chocobos and the barding uh, was like a complete fucking bait and switch because I was like, well, that looks really good. And this looks like a Super Nintendo game. <laughs> I remember because I'd already beaten it once and I was playing it again. Um, when I lived at the Dollar House. So I was in like middle school, early high school. And I remember like, for some reason, like I just got super pumped up to play it. Uh, Josh and I would go through things like that where we would, because remember we talked about this game. We had the, uh, the, the guy, the strategy guide, and we were going to stay at his aunt's house for the weekend, like hours away. And we were bringing the PlayStation. And we were like, oh man, we're, we just talked about what we're going to do. We're going to play it together and have these classes and play it this way. We were so excited. Nice. Memorize, like going through the instruction booklet, talking about it. Yeah. How are we going to do this? Yeah. We get up there. Yeah. The disc was not in oh, the case. Oh my God. Oh, we were fucking heartbroken. Yeah. Because it's just like, oh, yeah, oh there's not much to do here. And now we have nothing to do. Did you guys draw swords the, the whole time? The <laughs> most notable yeah. thing we did is we stayed up really late and watched The Beautician and the Beast. Oh, starring how Fran was that? Drescher. I've never seen, oh, I'm familiar. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen it though. Not bad. <laughs> not not yeah. bad. Did it turn you but, around? But, but probably Drescher? bad. Yeah. <laughs> but the. Remember, because I wanted to play this game for like the second time, I put it in my PlayStation. I cleared like the first three battles. And then I noticed like I would go into a battle screen, select your party. You have a small section of the map so you can be strategic in how you place your characters in yeah. the start. And then when I would press start, I'd hear the loading of it. And I noticed it was taking longer and longer and longer between the battles, like to where it was like I would wait an hour before the next battle would load up. The fuck? And I played it like that for a while to eventually, like, was your I start a battle, going bad? I go to bed. Uh, just the disc reader on my PlayStation was oh just my God. dying out. That sucks. Yeah. So I remember, like, I, oh, I was so upset. Like, I just wanted to play this game so badly. My PlayStation was dead. It wouldn't work on anything anymore. Uh, so I was due to get a PlayStation 2 pretty Electric soon, Bugaloo. but... I couldn't wait, and I was able. I talked to my parents, and I did a bunch of chores and everything just to buy. Picked up I, so many sticks. I bu- yeah, <laughs> I went and I bought another PlayStation for like three or four months before the PlayStation Two came came out because I just had just to play, to play tactics. I had to play more tactics. Wow. Yeah, it's good. So good. <laughs> it is. It is a good game. It is probably in my. This is gonna sound dumb. Uh, but it's probably in my top five Final Fantasy games. Yeah. And it's... Top five Final Fantasy games and top five games for me, period. Period, end of story, top five ever. Yeah, and that's and you love this game. Oh, God, so much. I really like this game, but you love this game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like, I like a lot of things about it. I like the setting. I like... The War of the Lions made me like the story. I did not like it until then because yeah. I I'll be honest, I didn't I did not understand it. Like there were there are lines of dialogue where it's just like, "What?" where it's like I understand all of the words that they're saying, but what does that fucking have to do with anything? It's like you're speaking in haiku or something mm-hmm. and it's like I have to decipher it and be like, "Well, what does he mean by this?" It's a lot more straightforward in, in The War of the Lions, yeah. the remake. And 
I I really really like the remake. I'd like I'd I would love I would love to have enough spare time to just play through that one more time. Yeah, man. Just just let me play through that yeah, one man. more time. Oh. That and Vagrant Story. And let me finish Final Fantasy 15 because I have not been able to do that yet. Man, yeah. Don't have time, dog. Ho- Just don't. I hope I'll get it for Christmas, but I don't know. I don't know when I'll play it or what I'll do. I want to play The Last Guardian. I do too. <laughs> and I want to play Dead Rising 4. And I want to play, I still haven't played the new Doom. I want to do that too. Mm. I just don't have, I don't have fucking time, man. Yeah. You know it. Yep. You know it as well as I do. Yep. It's, it, time is a very, very valuable resource these days. It's like, oh, do I want to spend quality time with my wife and have sex? Or do I want to play a game from 15 years ago? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, that, that answer is different for a lot of people. What can it? You want me to go? Like, you want to play blocks in the floor? Yeah. Do I, do I want to play and spend time with my daughter before she grows up mm-hmm. so fast? Or Fantasy Star Four? <laughs> <laughs> On the other hand, <laughs> Fantasy Star Four. Yeah, I know. I mean, look, you're reaching to the choir, man. I do understand it. I do. So. I, I didn't set a timer. So how much how much time we got? We're done. Any idea? Yeah, we're okay, done. Okay, we're done. Yeah. Yeah, so we're so save achievement, save beards and glasses. Yeah, all that. Uh, don't have time to take any calls then. Um, and we've been really just slap dashing the outro, which I love. Yeah, here's here are the high points. I think we need mm-hmm. to hit on mm-hmm. the on the outros. We need the PO box. We need the phone number, and we need to thank uh, Patreon donors. Okay, I think that's it. The rest of it is just kind of like you know what. If if anyone listening to this knows where to find us, they know they can find us wherever yeah. they found us. <laughs> yeah, you, all the information is in at tadpog.com. Right. If you just if you just see you know, like oh what's the address you don't want to re listen, it's all in the show notes. Every episode has the show notes that we go through. Right. Everything that we're saying, you know, like yeah, we iTunes, Amazon. We have shirts. We probably plug shirts. Yeah, we got shirts. If you want a tadpog shirt, go to Amazon. Mm-hmm. Search for tadpog. If you want to mail us something, what's the P.O. Box again? I don't have it's it memorized. Nicole, uh, Tadbox Studios, Care of Nicole Nance, P.O. Box 3785, Paducah, Kentucky, 42003. And if you want to call us, do leave you have, a voicemail. Oh, yeah. Do you have a suggestion of what people might be able to send us in our P.O. Box? Uh, well, I'm loving all these fucking postcards. There's one There's one. I have your, a stack of them, and it's awesome. Your hot little hands. So this is Arches National Park. It's a landscape of a, a rock that forms a natural arch, and it's very pretty. And I'm going to turn it over. Took a week weekend trip down to Moab, Utah. I got this picture under the arch on this postcard in my Tadpog shirt. Nice. Love you guys. Nate from Utah. I've seen that photograph. Man, he is such a fucking world traveler. It's yep. awesome. What do you do, Nate? What do you do? Are, are you, just a, you are just a dilettante? You just have the money go around wearing your Tadpog shirt going to Harlem places? Harlem Globetrotter Nate. From Utah. That's his title. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I, my favorite episodes with Harlem Globetrotter Nate are ones with like Scooby-Doo. Yeah, and Phyllis Diller. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm glad that we're so similar sometimes. <laughs> like to a weird degree. Yeah. We're both Diller heads. So. Yeah, oh, man, big Diller. Yeah, oh, God. All day, every day. But you know what? You're an auto potion guy. I'm a counter guy, but somehow true. we we reach across the aisle <laughs> and go and and find our unite ourselves over Diller. Uh, I'll go to our phone number since I mentioned yeah. you have Patreon. Do so uh, if you want to call us, leave a voicemail, send a text. We love those. We're getting to those. Uh, so you can 
Do that at 270-883-2555. Nailed it. Uh, we do have a Patreon. If you enjoyed this uh, episode, I urge you to uh, to donate on patreon.com slash tadpog. Uh, if you give at least a dollar, you get access to all the bonus episodes that we've recorded and that we'll record in the future. I am starting to get a little stressed out about December's. Are we good for that? Uh, uh, everyone is in. I just need to finalize the time. Okay, cool. Cool, cool. That makes me feel better. Uh, so I'd like to thank a few people who have recently, uh, edited their pledges or, uh, recently donated, uh, starting with platinum member, Brett Miller, uh, for upping his donation. Brett, thank you very much. Uh, I would like to thank trash bear, Joseph E. Willard, the third, uh, for upping his donation. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, I would like to thank uh, Magical Sleeper, a.k.a. Chris, um, who I don't think we've got a title for, but might need to because uh, he significantly significantly upped his pledge. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, I'd like to thank Micah Purdue, a.k.a. Exalted Lord Micah Purdue, for upping his donation, writing that penny train. Uh, let's see. I'd like to thank, uh, once again, Platinum member uh, Brett Miller for upping his pledge uh, a considerable amount. Yeah. So, Brett, thank you very much again. Uh, let's see. That is not it. I'd like to thank uh, Tadpog, Santa, Jack of Ziggy Moons, Akemi, for uh, upping their pledge. Uh, looks like they are also riding that penny train. And is that it? What? Uh, I saw we have one more. We got one more. You're yep. right. And that is... Joey Webster, uh, who recently upped his donation uh, by a penny, so I'm going to assume penny train, <laughs> uh, which I like how I said it like panty train. Pan- <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you, uh, everybody, for riding the panty train. Uh, let's see. Well, uh, we have an Instagram, Tadpog underscore podcast. I haven't done anything with that in a while. I need to. We have a Twitch, but- Tadpog. Haven't done that. Haven't done much with that recently. This whole month, pretty much. No. So. Um. When it's our full time, it's our full time thing. I'm gonna like Fuck we're gonna yeah. be fucking, uh, we're gonna be twitching, we're gonna be Instagramming, we're gonna be so presidential, we're gonna be, be blown be, away be by huge. how presidential and professional yeah. we're gonna be. <laughs> Look here, here, like okay, if there's a silver lining to the way that everything's turned out, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to try to be too political, mm-hmm. but there's a, there's a silver lining, like there's hope where it's like if if the reality star, the reality TV star Donald Trump can become. The, the president of the United States of mm-hmm. America, there is at least a slim fucking chance, Tyler, that you and I can one day do Tadpog as a full-time job. And, and be the two senators from the state of Kentucky. <laughs> right, <yeah. laughs> I don't know, dog. Mitch McConnell. Grandpa like, Mitch McConnell. <laughs> fuck you guys. <laughs> fuck you guys. That dude, that dude is going to be a Demi Lich. Like, he's going to be like... Oh, man. He's going to represent Kentucky for the next 600 years <laughs> he he has like he got elected in 84 he has been the senator my entire fucking I know, life i know and he is such a piece of shit well i'll, I'll get I'll, yeah. I'll get political yeah. at least with mitch mcconnell <laughs> he dude's a piece of shit no, it's personal it's not political <laughs> yeah. it's personal it's my state it's fine yeah. <laughs> yeah well hey i'm not saying i disagree with you because <laughs> <laughs> got what the clip they showed up on the, on the daily show where they're interview because he's the Senate Majority Leader now, and yeah. they're trying to interview him to make a comment about Donald Trump. 
She's like, do you support him saying this and this and this? And Mitch McConnell looks just like a confused old man trying to dodge the question. Just like, well, I'm glad all of you have come here today. It's very nice to see you. <laughs> Thank you, Franklin the Turtle. Could you yeah. answer the question, please? <laughs> yes, we drew you to get to that art school that we saw. Thank you. <laughs> Did you ever do that? Did you ever do the drawing I wanted test? to. I thought yeah. about it, but I never did. I did, and I never mailed it in, <laughs> which is for the better. Because the old, like, when I got older, like, someone told me that was a scam. And I oh, I'm sure it was. Like, it had to have been, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, let's see. Our theme song is moved. I'll see my drive. Look at that track. from the show notes at tadpog, tadpog.com. How do you want to close this out, Tay? Ooh. Um, that's a really good question. I think that we should... Um, like Beth McConnell. Definitely like Mitch McConnell. Okay. That's good. I was going to say that we should both drink uh, five shots of rum and close it, but that's good. Mitch McConnell's good. No, I'm I'm alone in the house right now, so we could just five shots of rum each and just go nuts. You want to? Do you think? Okay, let's see. Let's finish this bottle. How long? Yes. Do you think that we could do it in ten minutes? Uh, it would be the last hour of our life probably <laughs> nah we wouldn't die I wouldn't be able to get home uh, nope. but we wouldn't die what's the proof on that watermelon uh, Bacardi 35% ah, we got it yeah that's fine we got it I mean it's gross yeah that no, would be pleasurable <laughs> we might die of just being oh we just have out. Sh- sugar shits all over oh, this carpet yeah. mm-hmm. alright so until next time of Tropical Capricorn, Capricorn. I'm going to beat Allison Lundgren and Grimes' ass. <laughs> These chips are really good. Yeah, These are. chips are really, really good.